0: Knock, knock, knocking on Heaven's Door. You're listening to Your Path with Bishop Mark from Dallas Universal Life Church in Dallas, Texas. with you, reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. As the people were filled with expectation, and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John whether he might be the Messiah, John answered all of them by saying, I baptize you with water, but one who is more more powerful than I is coming. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire, his winnowing fork in his hand, to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his granary but the shaft, the, the shaft he will burn with unquenchable fire. Now, when all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. The true gospel of the Lord. Praise to the Lord. The word of the Lord. Okay, well, I say be seated, but i guess sure are already there. So we see you, please. So I say good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. John White tells the story of his days as a medical student. For one of his classes, he missed a practicum about venereal disease and had to make it up at the clinic. And when he arrived at the clinic, he ended up in line with a bunch of patients who had actually contracted a venereal disease. White bars up to the front of the line and told the head nurse, I need to see the doctor. That's what everybody says said the nurse, Now you in line but I'm a medical student. Big deal, said the nurse. You have got it the same way as everybody else. Now, you can stand in line like everybody else. (laughs) Eventually, White was able to explain to the nurse why he was there, but he writes that he can still feel the sense of shame and superiority that made him balk at the idea of standing in line with the people who had venereal diseases. In Luke chapter three, we are told that John the Baptist went into all the country and around the the Jordan, uh, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And crowds of people were coming to be baptized by him. Was John the one whom they had been waiting for? Was he the Messiah? Was he God made flesh? Would he save them from their sins and bring them new life? We were told that the people were waiting expectantly and were all wondering in their hearts if John might possibly be the Christ. But John put a stop to that. I'm just a sinner like you. The Christ you're wondering about is so great that I'm not even worthy to untie his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire and then we are told that when all people were being baptized Jesus was baptized too Jesus got in line with all the other folk with all the sinners who were in desperate need of repentance forgiveness and salvation even though he himself did not need to repent be forgiven and be saved does this surprise you I think it's safe to say that John the Baptist was surprised Or at least as surprised as we should be if we were to read this passage of scripture without knowing what is coming. Imagine you're going to a huge rock concert, packed packed to the doors with eager and excited fans. Everyone has their earplugs in. They are waiting for the thunderous music to begin. This will be music for a battle, for a victory. Thunder and lightning explosions of crazy noise. The concert promoter comes on stage and declares that the famous musician has arrived. Elvis is in the building, if you will. Everyone gets on their feet to welcome the man who is going to fulfill their expectations. And as you stand there eagerly, a small figure comes on the stage. He doesn't look at all like what you expected. He's carrying not an electric guitar, but a small flute. As you watch, shocked into silence, he plays gently and softly a tune quite different to what you had imagined. But as you listen, you start to hear familiar themes played in a new way. Music is haunting and fragile. Winding it's way into your imaginations and hopes, and transforming them. And as the song comes to a close, as though at a signal, the drums, bass, and guitars respond with a new version of the music you've been expecting all along. Now listen to John as the concert promoter, whipping you into excitement about the hero who is about to appear. He's coming. He's more powerful than me. He will give you God's wind and God's fire, not just water. He'll sort you out. He'll clear out the mess. He'll clean up God's farms and only good wheat is left. We're on our feet, expecting great leaders, perhaps the living God himself, sweeping into the arena with a great explosion, a blaze of light and color, transforming everything in a single blow. Instead, we get Jesus. Jesus we have only met so far, as a baby with a price on his head. A Jesus who comes and stands humbly before John, asking for baptism. Along with everyone else who has been broken by the wear and tear of this world, a Jesus who Himself, who, who is identifying Himself, not, not with a okay, we'll try a Jesus who is identifying Himself not with a God who sweeps everyone before Him in judgment, but who is with the people who are themselves facing that judgment and need to repent. John, of course, is horrified. Why would Jesus be coming to be baptized? What's happened to the agenda? What's happened to the wind and fire, to the clearing out of God's barn? Surely, if anything, he, John, needs to be baptized by Jesus himself. Jesus' actions tell us something vital about the whole gospel story. Yes, Jesus is coming to fulfill God's plans. Promises which God made ages ago and has never forgotten. Yes, these are promises that will blow God's spirit through the world which will bring the fire of God's just judgment on evil wherever it occurs, and which will rescue us once and for all. But Jesus is going to do this by humbling himself, identifying himself with you and with me, by taking our place, by sharing our sorrows, by living our lives, and ultimately, ultimately dying our death. Part of the challenge of our scripture lesson for this afternoon is to Learn to be surprised by Jesus. Because Jesus comes to fulfill God's plans, not ours. Jesus will not always play the music we expect. But if we learn to listen carefully to what he says and watch carefully what he does, we will find that our real longings, our, our real hunger, will be met. For those of us who, in repentance and faith, follow Jesus through baptism and along the road he will lead will find in unimagined glory. The same voice that speaks to Jesus from heaven, that speaks to us as well. As we learn to put aside our own plans and submit to Christ's plans, we'll be given times of vision, glimpses of God's greater reality. And at the center of all of this, we'll find our loving Father affirming us as His children, equipping us too with His Spirit so that our lives can be swept clean and made ready for use. Isn't that something? The whole Christian gospel could be summed up in this point. When the living God looks at us, God sees us. Not as we are in ourselves, but as we are in Jesus Christ. It sometimes seems nearly impossible to believe, especially to those of us who have never had this kind of support from our earthly parents, but it's true. God looks at you, God looks at me, and says, You are my dear, dear child. I'm delighted with you. Think about that. God says that not only at your baptism, but also every day since. Baptism is something that God does for us. It is not something we can possibly do for ourselves nor ever earn. Can we live into that, into believing that? If so, our lives will be filled with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Without the affirming words from God, all we often hear in our minds' ear are doors being slammed. You're not good enough. You're stupid are ugly. They're unlovable. And God never sees us that way. That is the greatest news in the entire universe because Luke tells us that when Jesus was baptized and as he was praying, heaven was opened. And the Holy Spirit descended on him in a bodily form like a dove. Heaven was opened. The kingdom of God had come to this earth. Heaven opened. A different reality had emerged. And a good deal of the Christian faith is about learning to live by this different reality even if we can't see it. All around us we see desperation and decay. We see men, women, and children living separate lives from God and from God's kingdom. We see war and famine. We see anger and shame. We see persons hurting one another and hurting themselves. But remember, heaven has been opened. God has blazed the way. There is a different reality. Holy spirit has descended there is hope there is a future and grace abounds as christians when we look at this life and learn to see it and hear it in the new reality in the heavenly voice we will hear god's words addressed to ourselves and to others you are my son my daughter my love with you i am well pleased there was a young girl named ellen when ellen was a bit younger she used to Asked her father, Daddy, why do you love me so much? And her father found that that's a hard question to answer. I just love everything about her. Even when she was having a fit, he said. Mm-hmm. Now just imagine how much more your heavenly father loves you. Life isn't so bad after all, is it? God loves you more than you can imagine. Let's learn to hear the words addressed to Jesus, addressed to ourselves as well. Let's allow those words to change us, to mold us, to make us somebody new, the person God wants us to be. When we do this, we will be equipped, as Jesus was, to be sent into the desert of this world. If we try and turn the Christian life thinking that God is a, a bully, an angry, threatening parent ready to yell at us, slam the door on us, or kick us into the street because we haven't quite made the grade, we will fail at the first whisper of temptation. But we remember the voice that speaks those powerful words of love we will find the way through victoriously Jesus isn't a rock star Jesus doesn't come crashing on stage spitting blood and breathing fire instead Jesus walks humbly through our world seeking the lost, frightened, and broken and this is the way we are called to go as well and we can do it because Because God is delighted with us. So take God's words of love, acceptance, and life with you. And live life to the full. Accept that Jesus accepts and loves you. Allow him to be your Lord and your Savior. And learn to love God, yourself, and others in the same way God loves you. That's what baptism is all about. It's about accepting the fact that God loves and accepts us. If you've not been baptized, use this time as an anticipation of your baptism and and speak to me about being baptized in the future. This afternoon, we all have an opportunity to remember how much God loves us. By the sprinkling of the holy water upon us, that same water that we use as baptismal waters and remembering and thanking God that we've been baptized. At our baptism, God says to us, what God says to Jesus 2,000 years ago, You are my son or daughter whom I love. With you I am well pleased let those words wash over you this afternoon listen to god as he says them to you now put your name in there mark you are my son whom i love with you i am well pleased as i sprinkle the water you sprinkle the holy water say that in your minds with your name see how powerful that is Bishop a day keeps the devil away. You're listening to Your Path with Bishop Mark from Dallas Universal Life Church in Dallas, Texas. All right, folks, be seated because that's what it's time for. It's time for everybody's favorite part of the service, including Gavin's. The announcements. The announcements. That's correct. The announcements. I love the graphic coming up there behind me. Okay. There you go. Mm -hmm. Did you know we had a podcast? We have a podcast? Yeah, we have a podcast. It's going on for almost five years now, too. We started our fifth season, folks. We started our fifth season I, It's still not posted yet, but we get, we just started. I'm already a little behind. We had you know we had New Year's and, and the video with that. And we just all do a lot of videos at the end of the year there, so I'm I'm getting caught up, I promise. We'll get there. And besides the fact that the, the Mac book um is, is temporarily hopefully temporarily out of order. Please don't let be assessed uh, we got a little accident with the MacBook, and, and we're hoping that it's okay. We don't know yet. If not, it's going to be a very long year. <laughs> you know, things happen. So, okay, we do have a podcast though, and we will get it on there somehow. We'll get that podcast to you somehow. Now, you might ask, well, how do I check out that podcast, with Bishop? Well, it's very simple. You just go to your path with bishop mark. In other words, sorry, let me try that again. You go to your favorite search engine, and you type in your path with bishop mark. You type in not dot mark. Your path with bishop mark. Okay. If you don't want to do it that way, it's very simple. You can go to one of these wonderful apps on your phone or on your tablet and check it out. you got it right here. You can go to Anchor by Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, CastBox, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and TuneIn. I mm-hmm. hope I said that up there right here on the microphone. That's the same right there. That's where you can check it out. And you know, that's not the only ones. There's other ones out there. Uh, every day, I get on there and I find another uh, app or another uh, uh, site that has our our uh, our site on it, our our, our podcast on it. That's great. You know, the more that we get out there, the better. I'm very grateful for that. Okay, check it out. Go check out the podcast. Pray at DallasULC.com. Pray at DallasULC.com. It's very simple. If you have a prayer request, you send us an email to that address. You are made anonymous if you give us your name. you can ask that we say your prayers and our daily prayers because we do pray every day here at Dallas Universal Life Church. You can ask that you say our prayer your prayers in your prayer during the day of prayer your church. Or you can ask that they sit on Sunday during our prayer intercession. Like I said, you can remain anonymous or leave us your name. Email us, pray at dallasulc.com. Compliments, concerns, suggestions, or complaints. Compliments, concerns, suggestions, complaints. Very simple, folks. So you got one of those, you need one of these another email address. That's going to be feedback at dallasulc.com. Feedback at dallasulc.com. We take those very seriously. We read every email we get. It's not always... Right away, so bear with us. I mean, it's usually only me reading the email, so I'm only one man, but I'll get to it, I promise. Your your concerns, your compliments, all of that, all of those things up there they are important to us, please continue to send them in. You know, you can make a difference. We are a church of all volunteers. None of us here takes salary, including myself. Um, in fact, we probably put in much more than we ever could make out of it, and we get a lot out of it in return. But you can make a difference too. and the way we keep our doors open, the way we pay for our equipment, the way we pay for the lights to be on um, is through, through donations. I mean, that's as, simple, that's as simple as that. We don't have any, any government help right now. We are a tax-free organization. Uh, so that's, that's the help we do get from the government. Uh, but overall, you are the reason we're here, and you are the only way we're going to stay here. Um, we ask that... I, yeah, look, I know that the pandemic is going on. I know there's been a lot going on in our world, and I know people are broke. Um, uh, But if you can see our vision, if you like what we're saying, if you believe in the all-inclusive word and love that God offers us, if you want our message to go further out in the world, please consider making a donation to Dallas Human for Life Church. I'm so bad at asking for money. This is my my least favorite part of the job, it really is. I I hate doing it, but it's a necessity here. And for us to keep going, we have to ask for this. So please, no amount is too small. It's so very simple, you just go to DallasULC.com and hit the button for donate. Um we, like I said, we are a 501c3 organization. What that means is we are tax exempt and your donation is tax deductible. Now tax is coming up, folks. You gotta switch your taxes in. It's a good thing to have a tax deduction and you can get some of your money back. So um, please go to DallasULC.com and click on donate. Now, that being said, you can still make a difference even if you can't donate. You are I get it all the time. you, should, you know. I love the church. I want to. I want to help the church. I don't have any money though. Okay, I don't either. i hope to. Believe me. And you do what I do. You do what all of us do. You can donate. You can donate your time. Um, there's never, the work is never done here at the church. There's always more to do, and right? um, we need more help. Uh, you can go to DallasULC.com once again and click on the button for volunteer. There you'll find a list of the open uh, positions available. If you don't find something you like on that list, it doesn't matter. Come on in. We would like new ideas. There's always something to be done. Trust me, you know, there's not enough hours a day for any of us here to finish what's got to be done in this, in this ministry. And, and it will continue to grow and there will continue to be more responsibilities to do and more volunteers needed. So we you need your help. Please consider volunteering. By the said just go to DallasULC.com, and click on Volunteer. <coughs> Dan, how long was that song? What song? (laughs) John? He said 20 seconds. Did he say 20 seconds? 20 seconds. Thank you, Rome. Joshua back there in the peanut gallery. (laughs) He got it correct. It's 20 seconds. 20 seconds long. Why is it 20 seconds long? Huh? That's the minimum amount of time it takes to kill any of the germs on your hands. Hmm? Yes, yeah, somebody answered
1: at the door. Would like you like to
0: do that? Thanks, Thanks so this is
1: how long it takes to watch your hands to kill the germs. This germ going to get killed. Mm-hmm. My hair! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. got a, lot of a little
0: late. No, mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm glad you did. Have a seat. Thank
1: mm-hmm. you. Oh, Lord.
0: Alright. Alright. Uh. 20 seconds is what it takes to wash your hands and get rid of the junk that's going around, okay? If you don't wash your hands for 20 seconds with soap and water, you're not doing anybody any good. You're just wasting water and wasting time. I don't care who's standing behind you in the bathroom. I don't care how long the line is. Wash your hands for a minimum of 20 seconds when you go to the bathroom, when you eat, when you make food, when you open the refrigerator, when you go take the pet the dog, when you pick your nose, when you, uh, you know, scratch your head. I don't care what you're doing. Those germs are there. And this is how we spread it right here. With all our hands. Okay? And then we touch our mouths and touching know, Come on folks. Give me a hand. This is not yeah, gamma, is hugs, right? It's not rocket science. Look, I know y'all think that I'm a doomsday preacher for saying this, and I know people think it's just so far-fetched, it's just impossible to happen. This disease will continue to mutate. We see it we've seen it over and over again now, right? It continue, yeah, this variant that's out right now is not as strong. It's it's, it's, it's more contagious but it's not as deadly. But the next one may be just the opposite. Maybe may be, be more deadly and less contagious, or more contagious, who knows? It's gonna to continue to morph until we stop it. How do you stop it? You practice your social distancing. You wash your hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds, dry them, and then use uh, hand sanitizer if you, can, if you have it available. And you wear your mask if you need to. And the most importantly, folks, go get your vaccine, seriously. I've, got, I've had my three doses. I know everybody else here has had three doses. We've done it. It's not that big of a deal. I mean, look, the worst uh, side effect I saw from anybody was basically me, and I was, I felt like, you know, kind of blah hmm. the next couple of days, and I had a sore arm. It's a lot better than being in a casket. That's what I have to say about that. Look, God gives us gifts in many different ways. One of those gifts is that vaccine. That could save the world. If we don't get the vaccines, if we continue to let this morph, if we continue to let it, it you know, change into different things, we may not have another vaccine for, for something it morphs into. It may take the whole world with it. We may all end up you know, six feet under, God willing, at that point, because who knows who's going to bury us, which are the last ones, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, think about that. I know it seems far-fetched. I know it does, guys. I know. I don't think I'm crazy, but it's not that far-fetched. This is a pandemic. The pandemic was pretty far-catched about three years ago, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. We didn't think about that, didn't we? The world will always surprise us and so will God if we let him. Please. Wash your hands. Practice social distancing. Give hugs. Take it back to me. Okay. Off my soapbox out. Okay, What? What does it say? I can't read it, Gavin. Yeah, well, you know what? We're gonna that shirt. It says <laughs> hug something or other, I don't know. But it needs to be burned. It, says <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't need to be wearing <laughs> that shirt bigger. <the> <laughs> yeah, that, that, should, that could be It also be your death warrant, Gavin. You understand that right? <laughs> Why? Hmm. Uh, think low. about mm-hmm. it. You have the wrong person with the wrong variant and you have there's no, future, no cure to it, then what happens? Not only do you give it to everybody else you've hugged, but you end up dead. Early retirement? <laughs> How an early retirement. Mm.
1: Retirement without no particular. That kind of attitude
0: gets us trouble, though. Seriously, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. seriously? All right. All right, I know you do. Okay, thank you. Guess what? You make the announcements you got. It. I've got a plus soapbox so I can rest now for the rest of the week. This is Your Path with Bishop Marr from Dallas Universal Life Church in Dallas, Texas. Forget what you think you know about church. So what did you like, what did you not like, what do you want to keep, what do you want to get rid of? I said, say, and we've got some new people here for the round table. went after the door already. <laughs> we got some new people here for the round table, and they've never seen what, what what we do. What did you like, what did you not like, what do you want to keep, what do you want to get rid of? What I'm trying to say there is, this is your church. Does there anything you like? And things you don't like. things you want to keep, and things you want to get rid of. And we change. You know, we're not like some churches that are stuck with their rules and their guidelines and, and they you do, whether you like it or not, you're going to do it. Look, that's not the way it's supposed to be here. Okay, church is supposed to be enjoyable. It's supposed to be a time for fellowship, a time for, for, for building each other up and for uh, combining our faith, combining our strength, combining each other to where we can work together and, and succeed together because by ourselves we're not strong enough to make it through this. Trust me. With all of us, we can. Okay, That's why I ask that. So I gotta yeah, say it's a, it's a more rhetorical question, but at any time, if anybody wanted to stop me and say something they didn't like or they liked or they wanted to do, I have them all quickly open to that. The round table is your turn to talk. This is y'all's turn. I've done mine. I stood up here and I, I said my speed about it. We can talk about the sermon. We can talk about church. We can talk about life. We can talk about what's going on in the world today. Okay, It's all up to you. This is your time. Okay? I have trouble keeping quiet during it. I, I do try to. Um, you know me, I like to talk, mm-hmm. so I have my opinions and I got to get involved and I love it. We it gets far, mm-hmm. if at any time you feel that uh, you need some privacy uh, from the cameras, so we're talking about it's just more personal than, than you're willing to share with the rest of the world at the time, please say, so, say so. Please say so. And we will turn the cameras off. This is about you. I, I, I love the fact that we can get all this out on the air, and, people, and it might help other people, but if, if it's, you're the important part here, you're you're here, we're, we're dealing with y'all, and, and that's what we're doing. So if, it, if at any time you want to turn those cameras off, just let us know, okay? Alright, so now, I'm going to look up the floor, it's up to y'all, what do y'all want to talk
1: about?
0: Pandemic mm-hmm. pandemic's getting worse. The what now? It's getting worse. What didn't work? Oh, it's getting worse. Mm-hmm. we changed. talked about that. They mutated again. They mutated. <laughs> I put a mm-hmm. the thing, the thing. Uh, Omicron, okay, that's the new version of it. Now uh, it's, it is worse in some senses. Um, it's more contagious, so more people are getting it. The hospitals are full, um, but and I just went to five days, but I want to anymore. But it's less deadly. It yeah. is less deadly, so it's, it's yeah. not killing as many people, but Maybe it's still putting a lot of people in hospitals a real strain on the uh, resources we do have. Was a negative uh, test result? No, my nephew. Oh. Okay. He was exposed
1: to it through it throughout He went like to a he went to a uh, wrestling last week. And which is Friday it's Thursday and Friday. He comes home and he go and several of his friends they go out party and and go to the movies. On well, well, Monday when he went to school his mom did. every other week his mom did, his mom would watch his DNA at uh, medical Every Monday, she takes a sample to work with her. He wasn't out the door five minutes. She, says, she said, tell him to get his ass back in the house, and get in that room and lock the door, and, and don't come out. I'm what happened? She goes, just do me a favor. She goes, don't let anybody come in. Don't let, don't, don't let the girls know, don't say anything. Just tell him he needs to stay in his room. I said, what happened? She said, yeah. I went, oh, OK. So I was stuck at home for him. I mean, not, "I wasn't stuck at home, him. it was just a, taking precautions. I said, OK. Because he exposed me and the girls and his mom and. and who else? Who else? Uh, yeah. No, no
0: telling. You know, yeah. And who
1: exposed it to him? That's, what, that's right. the main thing. But well, you haven't had a negative test result. Who? You. I've had three negative tests. Okay, test okay,
0: results. okay, that's a, okay. so. You're Friday, baby. So we talked about that. We talked about well, how important it is to. These variants keep happening, right? I mean, y'all, really people think I'm crazy when I say it. And it's, you do it. it could take <laughs> over the world, it could kill us all. Okay. It, very easily. Mm-hmm. So seriously, when you come out of the bathroom, wash your hands. When, you, when, you're, when you're cooking food, wash your hands. You Crack you your ass, wash your hands. Wash <laughs> your hands. It's that simple. It's not something. It's not like they're asking you to, you know, do something that's really hard. Wash have your a baby. Wash, wash, wash your hands.
1: And get a vaccine.
0: And get a vaccine. Hey, look, it's something we should have been doing all along. We've really let it go, and I think you know the earth is telling us, hey, what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? You know. So that's my that's my take on it. All right. So what else?
1: I'm pregnant. <laughs> oh, Dad, oh, we gonna have uh, a you. Never a dull moment. I hadn't come see Mark. I'm having a party. Thank you, Bishop.
0: <laughs> All right, I didn't get up in this. Get up for nothing, y'all. Come on, talk to me. What? Why'd I don't no oh, know. the wires. Tell me what you liked about the service. Oh. What'd you like? Anything? Anything stand out? I know we didn't like to wait this this afternoon. I, mean, I was I was late. I, it was my fault. I take full responsibility for it today, which is very unusual. that it's all my fault. Okay, it was all my fault.
1: Mind I,
0: I I don't sleep on Saturday nights usually. I, that's my my work night. I mean, I work all the way straight through, and I that's what I do. And last night I fell asleep. I was tired. It had been a long week. Um, oh, yeah. Just finishing up the holidays, and we had extra services and extra parties and extra this that and the other and extra videos and extra editing and all this. And I just, I fell asleep and I woke up about 4.30 this morning and I pulled my hair out because I went, oh my God, we have, I hadn't even started on the service yet. So, and, and with my Macbook being down and we had to work on the slower computer today, it was tough. So, you know, I, I did, it took me all day yesterday just to get the video footage from our last service onto the Mac. That's how long it took all day to get that, that service on there, we had to download it. That's why it was a little frustrating that I was probably so tired yesterday because I was waiting mm-hmm. on that and trying to get that done, so whatnot. So, I apologize. I, don't the wait. It's not. You have apologize. <laughs> you have a podcast. It's not acceptable, and I don't like to do it. And I'm, I'm really working on trying to get us to where we're on time, at least closer. Because I, 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 you know, we don't need to be this late. Like, if anybody came to church, they'd be looking at us like we were crazy. You know. Mm-hmm. So I do apologize about that. We're, we're working on it with your help. Well,
1: put it on time though, some people would would have missed it. Well and, and I, I, think no people, I
0: think that sometimes sometimes people uh plan their, their visits for their make it just after service. I know that, no, that I Baylor, Baylor has tried that and so has my, my other friend Dustin. They've tried to think oh service is over by now and they go off, you yep. know, oh
1: oops. <coughs> we
0: had to do a re recording one time on a Monday and it was it turns out that recording ended up being my favorite sermon ever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's the one about love, uh, uh, that I Including last year's uh, uh, video for our anniversary, and it, it's still it's my favorite video. But we did it on a Monday morning because the Sunday service something had happened with the video, and uh, something didn't work out, and we weren't going to be able to use it. So I said, let's redo the sermon on Monday. And Baylor was here, uh, 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 Hunter Knight was here, and two other people were here also. There was, I mean, the night before there was nobody. It was a very slow day for church, and, and they were all here. That Monday, that Monday morning. And I thought, this is great. And, and I think they were a little miffed about it. But that's all right. You know, God works in mysterious ways.
1: And I participate. they participated.
0: They did participate. Yeah, they, you know what? They, they were there. And It's funny. When I do sermons like that, that's my favorite sermon. When I did the sermon, um, I, didn't, I didn't feel like it went over well. I felt it was... Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like... Because you didn't plan. I, like didn't, it, I didn't, didn't like plan. the way it sounded. I didn't like. I, just, I thought it was. I thought it was mediocre. And when he, I edited it together and watched it, it was. It's it's my favorite sermon. It's very good. And I, am you know God knows I didn't write that all myself. I and mean, something else was speaking through me, and I'm grateful that they were because it, it, it gets the message across that we're trying to get across. If you've never seen it, um, it was from June of 2019, um, and it's called uh, something love it's something love anyway it's at the end of June if you ever want to look at our web- uh, the, the YouTube page look it up it's, it's right before I left for Lebanon it's right around the gate <laughs> by the time. all that stuff is going on but yeah check it out it's, it's really good and if you don't see it there go watch the, the, the video from the year anniversary mm-hmm. it's a lot of the clips are in that as well so I wasn't going to use it I wasn't going to use anything from church except for the round table for that video of that, that year and I edited the whole thing together it was all round table and then I did the sermon afterwards and I went this sermon goes in here. And each little part of the sermon fit throughout the whole movie mm-hmm. in order. And I went,
1: mm-hmm. it was meant
0: for each other. And it just worked. So it, that's so what you, I did. you didn't like it. But okay. It worked. And the sermon I didn't like, I didn't think I was very good when I did it. And it, 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 it yielded, yielded quite a bit. It actually changed my way of thinking. Uh, just by writing it and, 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 and understanding it and doing the research on it, it changed, changed the way I thought about life. That's pretty tough to do. Mm-hmm. So sermons, you know, they, I, I'm learning just as much as you are. You know, I, I I maybe have some little bit of training, I may have a little more knowledge when it comes to Bible and, 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 and theology and things like that, and, and you know, the big ology words. And I have a couple of letters after my name. So what?
1: But well, we still learn from you. So
0: what? Well, I'm learning from you every day too. And you know, I, I, there's been times that there's nobody here for parts of the pandemic. We there was nobody here. I to serve service alone. For t- other times when we just double show, and usually on Sundays. I've done the service alone, and it's, I I enjoy doing the service, I'm glad I'm able to worship and still do the service, but it's not the same, and and I don't get the fulfillment that I get, even if we don't do a round table, but the fulfillment I get from all of y'all being here, because I learn so much from y'all, believe it or not, I really do, Um, and I try and pass that on, and hopefully y'all are doing the same (coughs) thing, that's the message I'm trying to get to everybody now, look, these four walls are great for us to to practice our our faith in, but the real thing happens when we're out there, when we're talking about what God is to us, what this life means, what our church might be able to do for somebody else. We're, we're trying to grow. We've got to talk about it. And I know you're going, like, oh, you don't want to go that call, I don't want to do that Christian mm-hmm. mumbo jumbo, right? Christian, Christian, blah, 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 blah. But Jesus, this, Jesus, you people
1: you, know you don't have to talk about
0: all that. You say, "What what's changing your life? You talk about yourself, about what's going on with you and how maybe something has changed or something helped your church. Or, your pastor helped you or your friend helped you or something, it's going to happen. Something's going to happen because of church, it's going to be good. Because I believe in that. I believe that the, the people here are generally, most of the people here generally have good intentions. Right. I think sometimes the road to hell is paved with good intentions yeah. because it's about what you do with those intentions. And I, you know, I think that's important when you remember, you have to act on your intentions. You have to act on what you want to do good. Thinking about it, I can say anything I want to you. I can say I'm the Queen of England. Is it maybe the Queen of England? No. But if anybody believes it, they damn crazy. Look, it's about action. It's about love. Love is action. And most people don't think of it that way. They think of an emotion. It's not. Love is an action. It's what you're doing. That's how you show your love. And you know, and all of you are very good at it. Let me tell you, I know, I, I'm, I'm getting to know all of you a little better the more I know about you the more I see inside of you and I see your core beliefs and I see what kind of people you are and generally y'all you know, were all brought up right all of you were you were all given the right tools to deal with life you yeah, know
1: yeah. of course of course it
0: is so spread that message it's important and sometimes that's the best you too. but I'm going to look we're the ones that have to spread the message we yeah. are it There's nobody, God's not going to come out of the clouds and start yelling over a loudspeaker. Okay? it's not going to happen he doesn't have to because we need to speak we are His voice. And I talk about that all the time. You know, I standing up here, I, I do a sermon like that, sermon on love. I wrote that damn thing, but those were not my words. Believe it or not, I don't speak that way. And when I look back, at, there's a couple of instances that's happened. One was the first Easter we had here, and what was that? The first Easter, I watched that thing back, and I, it was foreign to me. I didn't say those things. So, what? for me, that, that's just a, that's that's a huge blessing for me alone. Just to think that God would use my little body to to, to give this this His words His words voice, give His words you know a, a method of but being out there. It's, it's amazing to me, and I me goosebumps thinking about it. And I and to be able to pass that gift on to other people, it's just, it's it's a, it's a huge honor. Um, humility. It's difficult to be humble when you when words like that come out of your mouth and it's that good. Oh. But I, it wasn't me, <laughs> you know. I wish it was, but it wasn't. I'm learning. All right, yeah. what else? Anything else? we are going to the sermon today. Just, let's go through this quickly. What are we talking about today? you may remember what the sermon was? Um, what was yeah. church about today?
1: Church, spreading joy and love, understanding,
0: I don't know. I not got something to do. It. Backism. The baptism, yeah, yeah. the water, right? <clears throat> Jesus baptism. Right.
1: Smile. Look. This is serious. Water. Has everybody in here back, been here?
0: Baptized? Been back mm-hmm. you know, Been baptized? Mm-hmm. Good. A lot of churches only do it once, and they think you know. The big, the big thing is God got it right the first time, so can we well, okay. But there's nothing to say that we can't do it twice or three times if you need a renewal in your life, and you feel that you're stuck and Nothing else seems to be working. I don't have any problem uh, Having another baptism having a renewal having a it's kind of like having your wedding vows over again You know on your 50th wedding anniversary or whatever it's, you're restating the fact that look this is your intention This is what you want to do and it helps sometimes to have the support of your fellow congregants behind you, and, and see that you're making that commitment. You're up there getting washed with the water again, you're getting blessed with that Holy Spirit again, and hopefully renewing your own soul into action. <clears throat> so, like I say, a lot of churches only do it once. That, that's their policy. Not here. I mean, if you ever want to baptism, you ever feel like you need to feel the water on your on your head again, and, and feel the Holy Spirit in your heart. I need more recharging. Yeah. Recharging. I think recharging. it's a wonderful idea. I, I, I think God would would. Would, would, I don't think God would, would would blink an eye. He'd say, "Yeah, yeah go for it. If it makes it
1: better, go for it." Especially doing what
0: I did after this barbecue year, <laughs> and I give it to. It's tough. Life isn't life is not easy. Who said it A lot of people do, but I enjoy it. So it throws <laughs> us a lot of curveballs. Yeah, you know? things we don't expect. Yeah. And how do you prepare yourself for that? You don't. You say a, a prayer, baby. I'll tell you what the best thing you can do. You get a community around you, you have people who are knowledgeable are are in a lot of different things. You know, because I know that if I've experienced if I experience something and he comes to me he's asking me about that something, I can tell him what I what I went through. Same with y'all, you know, the same you, thing you, with each yeah. other. And so all of us have different experiences in life, but believe it or not, they all kind of do this. You know, and it's, when we need some help, we, look, mom and dad aren't always around anymore, right? We're kind of getting, we're getting up there. All of us are. You're the youngest, so, you know, you've you got you got, you got some stepping up to do now. But look, look, yeah. <laughs> look, we we still have questions. You know, you, can, you stop, don't stop learning until the day you die, okay? And it's important to continue to do so and to, do. and to ask people for help if you need help, if you need to have a question, if you need an answer. That's what we're here for. That's what the church is about. It's about helping each other stay on your path. I can't tell you what your path is. I have no idea where your path goes. I'm hoping it goes to heaven. Hopefully it goes to that, those mansions in the sky, and you know, all those different roads that go up there. And that's what we're trying to keep you on. And, and if you want to know where that path is, what do you do? Just talk to God and listen. Yes.
1: 30 years of knowing you? I
0: know that's right. <laughs> Amen. Prayer is a conversation. Prayer's With you conversation and you. God. Prayer is a conversation for you and God. If you just continue to pray the way you've always prayed, and don't shut up and listen, you're not going to get what you need to get. You got to listen. You have to listen to what he's saying to you. Okay? And I try and reiterate that all the time. I try and pound it into your head because if you don't do it, you're not gonna get where you want to go. You're, not, you're gonna feel like you're just incomplete. I did until I was until I started this church. Until I said it to myself and believed myself and followed my own rules. Shut up and listen. Guess what? This speaks. It really does. It's, a, it's an amazing feeling to hear God's voice. If you haven't done it yet, keep practicing Keep listening. Or well, he'll pop in on you when you least it. You're right, you're right. <laughs> I mean, we will. That and so will other people. <laughs> so here's what we have. We're going to circle up. Do not hold hands. We normally, we'd hold hands when we circle up, okay? Unfortunately, with the coronavirus, we're not holding hands. <clears> so just kind of circle around the circle of the table here in the round table. Now, see, we have a round table for the bishop round table. That's kind of new. Okay, and we're just going to pray. We're just going to close this out today. And we're going to ask the Lord to watch over us this week um, to help keep us safe from things like the coronavirus, to help keep us, be, be more diligent in our hand washing and our social distancing. And if we haven't gotten vaccinated, to go get vaccinated and to spread that message of hope of wash your hands, go get vaccinated, teach others if they don't know, okay? We've got to get this out there. Watch over us. Watch over our families. Help us to remain healthy. Help us to remain uh, productive members of this world. and Help us to grow in your love. Father, we thank you for the uh, ability to stand here and praise you today. So many people in this world uh, don't even have this option. They could be killed for saying the things that we say here, that we love you. And uh, that's no way, uh, no way to live. And we're grateful for the opportunities that we have been given here. Um That's all I've got today. I really, I really, that's it. Again, um, we ask all of these things, all of the things that are our sessions all of our prayers today, we ask all of these things in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. All right. Help me get the room. i to get the lights off, space some energy.